48 hours later, but who cares? Hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. Browns win! Thirty-six twenty-two down in H-Town on Sunday on Christmas Eve. What a Christmas gift the Browns gave us. Specifically, Joe Flacco and Amari Cooper. F it. Amari's down there somewhere. That was basically Joe Flacco all day on Sunday. Browns are on the brink, ladies and gentlemen. A current 99.2% chance to make it to the playoffs. We're going to get into how, but a win on Thursday officially does it. Welcome into the LOTL Browns postgame show. Post-game show slash preview show today as we are coming to you from Tuesday night after Christmas and before New Year's. I'm Dan, here with Steven, here with former co-host Ryan Donathan. Fellas, how we doing? It's one of the best days of the year. Number one, it's Boxing Day. <laughs> it is Boxing Day. Which is awesome. And number two... Like you said, boy, did the Browns give us a fantastic Christmas gift on Sunday. Absolutely. A game that went, frankly, completely opposite of how I thought it was going to go. Same. The Browns just jumped completely all over Houston. You guys are, you guys are, you guys are poop heads. I have 30 years of so do I. misery and sorrow. I, have, I, <laughs> I think that you're dumber than me. I think that's what it is. I'm dumber than you? <laughs> you're dumber than me. That's what it is. <laughs> Wait, I was right, but I'm dumber than you. Okay. Yes. Got it. Statistically, <laughs> you are far more wrong. You're right. Me. I am dumber than you because yeah. I can't figure out in what universe that makes sense. <laughs> it. Uh, I mean, you, you asked me point blank the other day, and I took, what, half of a second? Yeah. Are we going to beat Houston? Yeah. I said, no, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> it felt tailor-made to be a game that we were going to botch. Uh, a defense that could easily keep it close and muddy things up for us. Um, and it, it, how perfect would it have been for Case Keenum to, to, to come back and spite us? Uh, but luckily, uh, I was very much wrong and immediately wrong. Thank you to Amari Cooper, one of his right. several uh, ridiculous plays. Something of the day. about Flacco. Just huck it down there, man. Just <laughs> Amari's out there somewhere. And if Amari's not, then Njoku probably is too. That's right. Unreal. Steve? Well, as we'll find out when we go around the NFL later, I did not know a darn thing about what was going on this week. Not just this game. This game was a microcosm of all of that. And oh yeah, you. I, were, I mean, uh, the bottom line. I mean, it was my worst week since week one in pigskin pickup. That's right. Uh, but that be out of the way, the biggest takeaway here by far is that the Browns' defense actually played well on the road, and they actually played well on turf. In a dome, mm -hmm. which they were particularly abysmal in their two previous games this year against Indianapolis and against the L.A. Rams. Well, we got a little cute at the end there. 
towards the end there. Well, yeah, we, we, I, 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 I get average. it. Garbage time, pulling starters, <laughs> you know. But Schwartz was hot, and yeah, know, he was not happy. And I get it. I mean, but. we we let it get. And again, I was immediately starting to spiral. We were like, oh, cool, we're going to lose this game. Oh my god! I I, I oh, can't stop. I can't get it out of my head. I was I still remember being at that Jets game a couple years ago, the, the home <laughs> opener, um, and how we blew that with this game was to even Flacco, mind you. That's true, but Flacco it was Flacco. it was not Flacco. It was Case Keenum and uh, Giraffe uh, Davis Mills. Yeah, guy's got the longest neck I've ever seen on a human being. <laughs> yeah, he's like Mike Glennon reincarnate. Yeah, true. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, it, look, another former Jets QB. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we talk about how many QBs we've had. The Jets have had just as many, if yeah, not more. They could be a bigger graveyard, honestly. Um, yeah. Well, look, I knew we were winning that yeah, game, I'm, on, and on I'm Sunday. happily wrong. I'll, I'll keep being the negative Nancy, and I'll, I'll gleefully. He be thinks wrong we're going to lose time. on Thursday. We are 100. <laughs> percent I'm already looking at the. Uh, we we'll get into this. I know we will. I'm already looking at the who. Okay, who. From the other AFC teams has to lose because I'm penciling in us to lose again. That defense, they're what six and nine. Nice. Uh, Hello. Easily, that defense could keep us in check. There will be a sack fumble. There will be a pick six. There will be a something that's gonna. They're gonna be. There's gonna be defensive points for the Jets, and it's gonna keep it close. And I can't wait to be stressed out and terrified. And look, if I'm wrong again, gleefully so. I'll I'll get a text from Dan. Just some smug something or other, and yeah, I don't you're care. Like, yeah, you're like my brother. My it's brother fine. always goes with the reverse psychology. If it, my brother thinks if he picks the Browns to win, they're going to lose, and if he picks them to lose, they're going to win. You know what? There, there might be something to that. And it's the same thing. Anytime I sit down to watch, all hell breaks loose. And so I just better – I'm look, you are all – you and everybody in this room, everybody listening to this, everybody in Browns fandom anywhere in the world is probably better off if I'm doing yard work or playing with the dogs or doing anything but watching the game. Anytime I start to watch, I literally – look, I didn't watch any of that Browns game, and I tuned in. I'm like, oh, cool, we're killing them. And immediately we give up those back-to-back touchdowns. Oh, God. So – Did you turn off the TV at that Yeah, point? I got the hell out of there. Oh, I good. Had, yeah, I had – But, Ryan, yeah. <laughs> hold on. I can't Do wait. your job. <laughs> yeah, but look, if I have to never watch another game and that means we keep winning, fine. I will be the GOAT. I will sacrifice myself – I'll be the sacrificial goat and get the hell out. But, Ryan. Something about Flacco that I miss. I, mean, <laughs> I can't quite put my finger on it, but there was something I trusted more about Flacco. Like those yeah. I, <coughs> look, Flacco's been playing on uh, – I'm not used to seeing a quarterback make those kind of throws. He will have his picks. Yeah. He will have his go- goofs. Sure. It happens. And both of his picks on Sunday were but a lot of gun so inconsequential. Happened. Like I agree. And 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 beyond that, it's interceptions are not always a quarterback stat. Sometimes, sure, it's the receiver. There was a miscommunication, and it falls on the receiver or a, a deflection. I mean, look at poor Brock Purdy. I know he had a rough night across the board last night. But he also suffered from some really bad bounces too. Listen, this guy has been has been driving the Brock Purdy bus for like a year and a half now, and I finally listen. I finally, right before that game, I, I sent the text. I said, if he beats the Ravens tonight, like Give him his like he should have, they were at home and they've been literally unbeatable the last six weeks. Yeah, I said, I will come over to Steve's side on the Brock Purdy debate. And, of course, he goes out and he throws four interceptions and a half. Yeah, that was great. And they just ab- and, and listen, we listen. We would have really loved a Ravens listen, loss too. Uh, listen, if we want to, if we yeah. want to nitpick, two of those interceptions probably weren't his fault. But no, but they got yeah. 
They got dump trucked. Yeah, that was rough by the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for nothing. So now we got to hope uh, Frisco. Now it's on Miami. Now we need Miami to uh, come if, through. Listen, if San Francisco, if, if San Francisco had won that game, we probably would be spending half of this show talking about the possibility of the Browns being the one seed in the AFC. Yeah, winning the North and being the one seed at the very least. Yeah, I was at very least being the AFC North champion. Yeah, I, the one seed would you know. Yeah. We need Miami to win this week and then turn around and lose the next week, which I mean it could which still is, happen. Yeah. They play Buffalo. Who they play? Yeah, yeah. but like, yeah, Very you're still looking possible. at about a four or five game parlay for that to happen. But it would it would be worth talking about. I mean, well, technically it could still happen, but like you, I know. Be a fi- it's yeah, a five is, team. It's a yeah. five game parlay that we would well, need. There to are have. three teams yeah. left in the Six, a, in the AFC that could theoretically ha- earn, earn the one seed. And it is Baltimore, Miami, and, and Miami, and then us. Yeah. Now again, I think we're down to like when you play the 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 schematics of it all out. I think there's like one possibility for how it actually plays out. So. Yeah, whatever. basically, yeah. I mean, Baltimore has to lose out. Miami has to split with with and we have to win w- with yeah. the loss being it's, against Buffalo, and then we need to win out. It's a yeah. six game parlay. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if you were to bet this what the on odds would FanDuel, be? what what the odd would be for that. Astronomical six game parlay. Would it be like plus? Could check it 4, out. Forty five hundred or something. Oh, like that? It, it would be more than that. I'd bet. I mean, I don't know if you can bet that. F- I don't know if you can bet hmm. two weeks out. Can you bet multiple? You should weeks be like able that? to. Yeah. You should be able to. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. <coughs> Regardless. Um, anyway, let's. Uh, before we go any further, because we're ten minutes in, uh, we've got some breaking news on this podcast today. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you wanted to do it. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. If you guys follow the show, there have been. There's been. Uh, well, two other. There's been one other time where Ryan's been on this podcast where we've had an alcoholic. Wait, scratch that. Two other times. Yes. Where we've had an alcoholic beverage on this podcast. My voice cracked because I'm just going through puberty. Um, <laughs> we've all been there. Where uh, I don't remember what I was saying. Alcoholic beverage that wasn't with beer. Ryan on the podcast. It wasn't beer. <clears throat> and uh, this is number two. So the last time he almost threw it up. Yep. Uh, I don't even remember what that was. What what was it? I can't I, remember. I cannot. It was some kind of. It was another bourbon. It was. That's how I know we opened that. That's what we drank. I think. Oh, was it really? The bottle you gave me. It might have been the Which, Williams. Uh, seventeen yeah. whatever. Seventeen. Yeah. Seventeen eighty three or something. Like something. That. Like that, something. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to make bourbon a thing. We're trying. So uh, trying. we're drinking bourbon on the podcast tonight, folks. There we go. Uh, Larceny. We are tucking into a. Uh, Bottle of Larceny, a Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, small batch, 92 proof. And uh, what do you think, Ryan? You know, as you're I, trying to. I, it's definitely an effort. I, I won't <laughs> lie. Like, I, so. It's an acquired taste, like I said is. before. Yeah. And and so I, I go back to years ago, grad school. I had a couple particularly rough nights with some some bourbon. Ruined, it, ruined it for me. Yeah, it was, it was rough times. Um, But now, you know, it's like I, I've. I just it's objectively cool it's yeah. i want to have a bourbon collection it looks badass i want to have like i want to celebrate and have like a cigar and a glass of bourbon with my buddy oh, like yeah. when my buddy's having a kid or when somebody graduates you know med school or whatever right like yeah it's objectively badass and i just i want to get into it so i had um other, a couple of weeks ago i went out to dinner with um my brother-in-law and 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 our respective uh ladies and we he had what was he doing he was drinking uh woodford Mm. And I tried some of that, and I actually quite shout out Jimmy, it. by the way, you know, yeah. former co-host oh, yeah. of the show. Shout out Jimmy, um, a freshly engaged man. My brother. Shout out and, and congratulations, and our ladies. Yes, 
The um, folks know who he is. That is fair. So, yeah, all that to be said, I want to get into bourbon. I'm making it happen. Uh, and I've been doing a bunch of Googling uh, to see what are good beginner newbie bourbons. And Larson, he ended up coming up uh, once or twice, and I saw that you had a bottle, so I said, let's do it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it is definitely an effort, but I don't hate it, and I'm not recoiling like I used to. And yeah. you, you know, literally were al- almost threw up. Yeah, it was rough. It was. Oh, to be fair, I think I also shot it because I was like, make it go away. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I think I did. You might have done that. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I've definitely had worse, and I'm. It's on the rocks, and that's helpful. Yeah, Larcy's not bad. Some edge off. Yeah. It's um, lower proof, which helps. Like I know yeah. whis- whiskey can get definitely up there. Sure. Um, I think bourbon at its lowest can be eighty proof. I mean, this is like ninety, low nineties. Ninety two. Yeah. So, this is a little bit. Uh, got a little Steve, bit I know you're gonna for, drink it, but yeah. give it a smell. Hmm. Give it a. Give it a whiff. <laughs> give it a deep whiff. Oh, that is a deep whiff. <laughs> hey now. That was a lip curler on old stiff there. Yeah. It's like my face. It, I mean, like, Steve doesn't drink alcohol, and if he's not gonna drink beer, he is definitely not gonna drink whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Like my face, like kind of still instantly reacts when I taste it, but. Um, it's it's less offensive than a lot of things that I've tried to, to drink. Well, good. So You're I'm, inching your I, way. I am going the right direction. Have you gotten any bottles for yourself yet or gotten I've, gifted any? Or? I've been gifted a bottle of Woodford, actually. There you uh, go. So Jimmy picked up on that. I liked that the one night, so I got a bottle of Woodford. And I think I'm going to go pick up another couple bottles of like something like some smaller bottles just to yeah. have some stuff to try. And if I like them, great. And if I don't, then I'm just going to gift them around. So yeah. keep an eye out. You might be getting a bottle. <laughs> um, Why am I getting a bottle that's already been opened? <laughs> I mean – I can, I can find someone else to do it too. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we'll see. Yeah, you got to get yourself a little, uh, little uh, bourbon station at the house. Yeah, that's what I'm working. On. I got a couple glasses coming. I got. Uh, we got that little counter area in the in the. Yep. The, right behind the dining room table. Yep. Exactly. That's yeah, probably so. where that'll end up. Very nice. So that's what yes. we'll be sipping on uh, as the episode. So if we progressively start slurring our words, uh, you guys know why. That's the bourbon. But uh, yeah, let's get back into. What happened on Sunday and throughout the weekend? We're going to kind of do a little post-game, and then we're going to look towards Thursday and uh, the clinching scenarios that could happen and seeding and all that stuff uh, as we move forward into uh, this weekend. But uh, you guys had just said – had just talked about how you both expected the Browns to lose this week. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know texting with both of you and talking to both of you, I I could not have been more opposite of both of you. Yeah. I understand the you know, you talk about scars growing up rooting for this team, yeah. which I fully understand. You talk about how the Browns defense has played like crap on the road and uh has not played well in domes and uh turf this season. Um I I I looked at one number one, I looked at the motivation factor, how the Browns are just this close to clinching. They could they technically they could have if enough things went their way, I think they might. I don't. I think they might have been able to clinch in a very far out scenario that didn't end up happening. Um, Came awfully close based on the results of this past week. Yeah, we got we got a lot of we got a lot of uh, help, even though we don't need help anymore. We got a lot of help. Um, and I pointed to one thing, which I mentioned that you have the way you reacted when I said it, you didn't know uh, going in. Kevin Stefanski's never lost to the AFC South. He is now ten and zero. He was nine and zero going into Sunday. Uh, I'm not going to give any other team the benefit of the doubt on injuries because the Browns have uh, incurred enough injuries for a decade this season. 
Uh, but the Texans were also a team that was pretty, pretty banged up injury-wise. And uh, in the first couple drives of that game, they lost three guys on defense that started for them. So, obviously, that was after the game started. So, you couldn't really foresee that happening. But I kind of knew from Jump Street that the, that the Browns were going to have their way with the Texans. I'm not trying to toot my horn or whatever. I just hey, no, hey, when you're right, I, you're right. I just looked at the fact that Stefanski's never lost to the AFC South, and the Texans aren't great to begin with. And the only reason why that they've been good this year is because they have the Rookie of the Year at quarterback, and who was an MVP candidate up until maybe a couple weeks ago, and he wasn't playing. So, no, that's fair. I think, yeah, I definitely overlooked that. I was just in in a mode where I just thought the defense. They could have tried any quarterback out there, and it would, wouldn't have mattered. But right. obviously, that was not true. Yeah, and especially it was nice to see us like get a start scoring early. If yeah, I mean, kind of jump on a team. Yeah, instead of having to fight and claw like hell to get back into it. Like, look at like I felt like what we did against the Bears was what was going to happen again in Houston. That was kind of where I was coming from. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> just ugly game, turnover city. You know, weird cheap junk points in, in various places and. Had to fight like hell. Now again, kudos to the Browns for fighting like crazy to get through that that Bears game because the fact that we ended up coming back to win that was spectacular. Yeah, and unbelievable. It, it, and it set us up for the run that we are now here, kind of going on. Yeah. Um. And again, not even trying to be funny, <coughs> I still have feelings of that. Now again, the Jets' offense, not great, Bob. Like we get it. Their quarterback situation has been hell quite literally from the jump. They've been cycling through quarterbacks. Um. It, it, it probably in a worse state than we have been. Yep. Um, I mean, to the point where, like, a healthy Zach Wilson was like, I don't want to go back out there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't make me. And then, like, no, we can't make you. I know. And then, and then like, they got uh, You want to get paid? <laughs> yeah. So I, I know that their offense is going to be rough. Um, but, again, that defense, I don't overlook their defense. Um, the Jets' defense um, has me mildly concerned. I guess the caveat is that we have now seen it, even if – Flacco throws a pick, or we've got a fumble, or some shenanigans happen. Yeah, he also can really, really, really sling it. Like he's right. He he ain't screwing around. So yeah, and the, the crazy thing is, and and again, I don't I don't want to minimize uh, the fact that we're turning the ball over at an alarming rate. We lead the NFL in turnovers. Yeah, and I believe as a result, points off of them too. Yeah, but it's like we've now had enough practice of uh, losing the turnover battle and still winning games. We've done yeah. it literally all year. I mean, I, I can count on my one. I can count on my hand, even if it was Jason Pierre-Paul getting two of them blown off by a firework. How many times we've won the turnover battle this year? Who had JPP hand reference on yeah, the sorry. card tonight? Sorry about that. Sorry, Jason. <laughs> JPP, my bad. If you're listening, um, too soon. Yeah. Uh, no, that's fair. Yeah, I. Obviously, you don't want to have it happen, but if there's one team where it's like, okay, we turn the ball over. Uh, what do we do? Oh, yeah, we've had practice with this like all year. We've done it. It's us. Yeah, so, that's true. No, you're right. And I'm telling you what, li- this is something I also wanted to get into. I think the atmosphere down there on Thursday night might be something that we haven't seen at that stadium before. Maybe the the dilly-dilly open the – the oh, cooler yeah. game, maybe the run William run game. I just think that that stadium is going to be 
an absolute zoo it's gonna on be Thursday. Happen. That's for sure. I'm glad that you mentioned the Dilly Dilly game, which was also a Thursday night game against this same Again, opponent. Against the, the Jets, Jets, yeah. Um, Ryan, against the Jets. you were talking about how you were not convinced that we're or not convinced that we're going to win this game. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me the last time the Browns have lost a game on Thursday? Hmm. Mm. That's a great question. Um, Ding. I mean, was it back before the open the cooler game? Yeah, it was 2017. 17. Okay. So, like, you had the Dilly Dilly game. I mean, probably, okay. And if the, I'm not the mistaken. The craziest result out of all that was probably not the Dilly Dilly game. It was actually the Miles Garrett swinging his helmet at Mason Rudolph game. I was there. Which was also at the I was there. So, Browns have a very good that was, recent yeah. record Wait. playing on Thursday. I don't know if that has any relevance going into this game, but it can't hurt. Yeah, that was 2019, I believe. Yeah. 2019, not yeah. 2021. Right, right. That was right. that was pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, yeah. yeah. Release. Yeah, the that tapes. was the that was the Freddie Kitchens year. Release the tapes. I know <laughs> yeah. there's audio. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep, there is somewhere. Nobody's been able to find it. You can hear a you can hear a ref fart on yeah. on, on any of their broadcasts. You're telling me they don't have <laughs> they don't have the the verbal audio from. No, nope, I don't. Players. I don't know what you're talking about, Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a good point. Who knows if there's any? You know, year to year, it's all different teams. But I tell you what, there's, there I'm, could be something to that. If there's something yeah. to, if there's some magic in the air, or if this franchise, for whatever reason, seems to be good on short notice. And we're pr- we've pretty much been at home most years on Thursday night, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, it's been that a helps. while since we played a road game. On this Thursday. defense wasn't. Uh, this defense does play different at home. There's was no it, denying that. Was it? Our last road game on Thursday night was that the Denver game in 2018? 2017. No, it'd be 2018. Baker, Baker played. Oh, hmm. We played two Thursday games in the same season. Who did we play in 2018? Jets. Oh, okay. Yeah, dumb idiot. Me. My bad. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Look, this is a game that, like, going into it, and I said this about the Bears. I said this about Houston. That would, you know we what you sh- mentioned the Denver sh- game. Sorry to no, you're you, good. But that Denver game. That was a game where um, Dearness Johnson ran for like 200 yards, and we. And that was also a home game, actually. No, Unless I'm you're talking about a different I'm, season. I'm talking. We put. Yeah, I'm not thinking about that game. I'm thinking about another time. It was in Denver. I, mm. I'm. A, it okay. it prob it probably wasn't on Thursday night. Sorry, Ryan. Go ahead. No, you're good. It was just we should. We absolutely should. Their offense is in shambles. The quarterback. I don't know who's going to play. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Our defense is, you know, great, especially at home. Our offense, despite the turnovers, is still putting up numbers. Flacco's thrown for a million yards. Njoku's catching ridiculous balls. Cooper <clears throat> is doing his thing. I yeah, I think the this run is a, game's doing enough asterisks. Yeah. I don't I think it, this but. is another game where uh we might pitch a shutout at home on Thursday. Yeah. There is a possibility the Jets got shut out in their last road game yeah. at Miami. Do we know who's gonna who's gonna start for them? Do we know? Uh, is, uh, is Trevor Simeon. Zach Wilson's not playing. He's been ruled out. Yeah. Okay. So Simeon's playing. Uh, Trevor Simeon's playing. But uh, I mean, they they have some they have some weapons on offense. They have Brees Hall. They have Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Um. So they're not void of talent on no, offense. No, I just I don't want to. I can't. You can't the way take them the, the way that that you guys thought we were going to lose because our defense is bad on the road. I'm I'm that at home where I think there's might be a fifty fifty chance where we shut the Jets out. On Thursday, yeah, I would love that. I don't from your disagree. lips to God's ears. I mean, even that Bears game, which went so poorly for us for most of the day, the defense gave up three legit points. Yeah. So okay, <laughs> so so yeah. maybe I'll say maybe 
because of the alarming rate that we turn the ball over, maybe it's our defense will uh, our defense won't give up any points. Yeah. You know, maybe they get a pick six or. You know, we're, we're going to talk about this. We talk about. I mean, for God's sakes, what at what position group have we not had major injuries? We lost our kicker and our punter in the game on Sunday. Yeah, the, Both the double special teams whopper is crazy. Uh, we signed Riley Patterson um, recently. Cut and so and I texted. We were talking about this, uh, Steve, before you got here. Good friend of mine is a, a, a gigantic Lions fan. Congratulations to the Lions, by the way. On NFC, way to, uh, North, NFC North, crazy, first time That's in thirty awesome. years. Good for them, man. Um, Unless we play, unless we play you in the Super Bowl, yeah, and, and then it would you. well and if that's the case, then buckle up for the apocalypse because <laughs> right, very much near right. Um, but and you, and you can make that argument if either team wins that game. Yes, a hundred percent. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, Riley Patterson. I was like, why was he available? I was like, did he like have a string where he like went terrible, or did he get hurt and they just cut him and moved on? And I texted her and she's like, nope, no idea. I was a head scratcher, totally frustrating. Hmm. I was like, well, thanks. She goes. Yeah, I guess cool, whatever. <laughs> I can't remember. I know he he was 15 of 17 on field goals for the Lions this year. I don't know why he lost his job. He must, must have, have been a, for something off the field, maybe or a couple bad games. <sighs> yeah, there's so yeah. Regardless, and then I know we picked up uh, uh, a spare ca- a punter as well um, because Bohorquez is uh, dealing with. Um, Speaking a, of FanDuel and bets, I wonder what kind of a bet you could have gotten on. Dustin Hopkins and Corey Bohorquez having to both leave a game. From he was re- he was he yeah. was <laughs> he was released by the Lions last week. I have no idea. December nineteenth. He must have blown a game, blown a game for him or something, and they had enough. But that's crazy to me. Um, yeah. Well, didn't uh, didn't Bell punt, squib a punt for us? Because it says after kickoff, it says there's no real inciting incident as Patterson was 15 of 17 on field goals this season, although he did miss two. Two of thirty-seven extra point attempts, according to special That's teams. Not even that many. I know, according to special teams coordinator uh, Dave Flip, the change was made due to a long-running competition in practice over the last six weeks. That's baffling. If a guy's not missing kicks, why? I don't know. I have no idea. Hey, whatever. Oh well. I mean, hey, they're lost our game, man. Who is this guy fooling around with? I you mean, know what? That's that's you know, yeah. what, I'm you know what I hope. Right <laughs> I hope he hits a kick to beat the Lions in the Super Bowl. <laughs> That'd be some storybook stuff. That would be a movie. I mean, yeah, that's that's what I'll be thinking of if right, we win the right. freaking Super Bowl. Yeah. Hey, good on Riley Patterson for for sticking yeah. it to the Th- Lions. Thanks for Riley. Yeah, yeah, no, I will be taking this bottle and will be downing it. Yeah, wherever I am. That's fair. Yeah, so. but let's not put the uh, cart before the horse here. Yeah, special teams uh, <laughs> wounded. Uh, at least we now have crazy. some time to, to and get some bodies in the building. It's crazy how the the Dustin Hopkins injury set off a chain of events. So Dustin Hopkins gets injured uh, trying to run down Dame, uh, Damian Pierce uh, to stop that kick return for touchdown. So he's out. So Corey Bohork as the punter has to now kick off and he gets hurt on one of our subsequent kickoffs after Dustin Hopkins gets hurt. So we have no kicker. We have no punter. We can't kick field goals. We can't get ex- kick extra points. So later in the game, we score a touchdown, and DTR, who was in at quarterback for the two-point conversion, ends up getting hurt and is put on IR now because he got hurt during one of the uh, two-point conversions. And not just like the four-week IR where he could maybe come back. He's uh, on season-ending IR. Season he ending. is done. So that's obviously a major uh, hip injury. So, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the Browns win. The Browns are 10-5. and 10-5. 
We were 10 and 5 in 2020 when we finished 11 and 5. Uh, yes. Let's hope we finish with at least 11 wins this year. I remember, and I will again, couldn't have been more wrong. Way back when, when we were looking at the season ahead, I had us coming in last in the division. Of course you did. And maybe, maybe winning nine games. And this walking wounded cavalry, led by, of all people, Joe Flacco, has Flacco 10 in the fever, tank. Flacco fever. Hopefully 11 and theoretically could be 12. Ooh, yeah. I, I didn't think a healthy Cleveland Browns team. One that included both of our seasons starting left and right tackles, the best running back in the league, the quarterback that we committed $230 million to, regardless of what you think about him. Yep. Countless defensive players. Yep. Apparently now special teams. Now, granted, I know that was, this has been late in the year, but like, all, like, I know you all probably saw the statistic as well. Something like just over a quarter of our salary cap is on yes. IR. Yes. Yes. I, I will say this now. I do not believe that Kevin Stefanski is going to win Coach of the Year because he's recently won it, and unfortunately yeah. that's You're not saying that him. on merit. You're on, saying that because – Because of how it looks. Right. And Dan Campbell just took the Lions to their first division title in 30 years. It's, but does that change if Stefanski somehow – if we somehow pull out the AFC North? When – Does well, that change? It, if we pull off the North – If we pull off the AFC North and end up with the one seed – Oh, man, it'd be really hard to overlook it. You're right. But with the Lions, they've already won the division, and they can still end up with the one seed in the NFC. Yeah, and us winning – With the San Francisco loss. Us winning the North and getting the one seed is beyond us winning out. It requires a Ravens collapse as well, so I still think the nod would go to Campbell. Yeah. If we had swept Baltimore, and excuse me, we're, we're talking about a wildly different scenario right now because records are all different, possibly. Um but the way it currently stands, I think that like D'Amico Ryans is going to get a little bit of attention because of how they looked pr- prior to uh, CJ going down. Um, hell, Antonio Pierce out in with the Raiders. Like, yeah. I know he's an interim, and I know that they're not really in contention. But the fact that that dumpster fire has picked up steam, like, you know what's crazy is the the technically, I think the Raiders are still alive for the playoffs. They are. I they are now at seven because and of all the losses by the teams. The attrition that's, week eight yeah. and six. The attrition yeah. that's happening. LOL. Uh, I, I will. So here's why I think I would give it to Stefanski over Dan Campbell. And this isn't me taking anything away from Dan Campbell. He's done an incredible job. The Lions won the division for the first time in, in 30 years. The Lions have not dealt with injuries this year. Aside from maybe David Montgomery yeah. missing, like, four or five weeks and Gibbs filled in very well I mean are the Lions 11 and four right now with Jared Goff out with uh Montgomery out with Penny Sewell uh yeah th- uh three of their old linemen being out for the year yeah like they're starting left tackle and then they're both uh two uh right tackles um I'm sure and then a they, myriad of injuries on defense yeah I'm sure that they've had their bumps and bruises but there's there's nobody in the NFL that's dealt with yeah. the injury shoot now here's the thing and again, I completely hear what you're saying, and I agree with it. And it won't be fair, but Jim Schwartz's led defense is going to leach a lot of the credit that Kevin, the- like Coach of the Year, is going to also like his 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 ability to to build his Coach of the Year resume is going to take a ding because of how outrageous this defense has played. Yeah, and it's and you know like again, I don't think it's necessarily fair because looking at the adversity this offense has 
has worked its way through. Um, right. The fact that we've even scored any points, let alone our top half of the league in most statistics, is craziness. So, I you know, I think there's a legitimate claim that you could make for Stefanski. I think that some of the extra factors, like the defense being so good and the fact that he fairly recently won it, are going to ultimately lead away from him. Mm-hmm. But he's obviously he's a conversation piece. You cannot talk about Coach of the Year without including his name, yeah, without a fraction of a doubt. Independent of injuries, you also have to consider the fact that the Lions have had an easier schedule than the Browns have. The Browns' yeah. strength of victory is 513 and the Lions is just 438. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the Browns comparison. play in the best division of football. Right. Every team in the Browns' division is probably going to finish above 500. Every team. Probably. Yeah. There's a possibility where it won't. And that's – But I think, I, think, I think the Bengals are because I do think that the Browns are going to win Thursday. They're going to clinch the five seed, and I think they're going to play nobody in Week 18 against Cincy. So even – Provided Baltimore does beat Miami on Saturday Well, true. Night. If the, the if, Browns if still – yeah. If that is the case, then, yeah, the, the Week 18 game is totally irrelevant for the Browns. Yeah, and so the Bengals people. probably win that. Uh, true, true. I, you know, I don't know who Pittsburgh plays this Pittsburgh week. Pittsburgh plays Seattle and Baltimore. I, I think it's more likely Pittsburgh will probably finish 8-9 and in Cincinnati. Yeah, but but, but they could still beat Seattle. Again, that's Mike Seattle. Tomlin has never finished below 500. They're going to win one of those two games. And I just Seattle guarantee you. Is, they're they're suspect for sure. Yeah. You, you better pound Pittsburgh this week, then. <laughs> yeah. If Baltimore, well, that Pause. would be the only other thing. If Baltimore does lock out the one seed in the AFC North and the one seed, then they could also rest guys in that last game of the season, too. So there's potential for that. Yeah. I mean, so if like, Baltimore wins against Miami, they clinch the one, right? Then, yes. Right. That w- it would be a done deal. Then they probably rest. The, the, well, not probably. They will definitely rest against Pittsburgh. Yeah. So if Pittsburgh, it'll come down to Pittsburgh. So a lot of what we're talking about essentially is going to hinge on Pittsburgh, Seattle. Because yeah. if Pittsburgh wins in Seattle, then not only is all of their stuff still alive. Because um, Seattle's still fighting, too. Yeah. Right. That Pittsburgh-Seattle game is life or death. Yeah. Pretty that, much. Both teams are 8-7. Is that, seven. Is that uh, in Pittsburgh or Seattle? It's in Seattle. Okay. And I think Seattle will have Geno Smith back, I believe, for that game. I'm not sure where he's at. I think. But there's a lot going on there. Yeah. So so Pittsburgh uh, ends the season with two road games. Yes, they do. Wow. Okay. I still think they're gonna they're gonna eke one of those games out somehow I think you're right, to finish yeah. nine and eight. Even if they don't make the playoffs, still. Yeah, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. Yep. Yeah. Like even if they lose against Seattle, like Baltimore's probably gonna wrap this thing up here. Well, probably. I, I shouldn't say probably. They have, this is a big game. Baltimore's looking very good, unfortunately. But we beat them. You know, we they're they're not unbeatable. We have been there. Yeah. Um, it's going to be an interesting – we were talking about, like, all the different scenarios. So, obviously, we win this week. Yeah. We're in. And not only are we in, the five yeah. is ours. If we win on Thursday, we can finish no worse than the five seed. Correct. Yeah, he's the only team that could that's in the wild card right now that could catch us. Buffalo. Buffalo. And they, we have the tiebreaker over that. Yeah. By virtue of the better AFC record. We win Thursday. They cannot finish with a better record. They can tie us. They cannot finish with a better record. Yep. If we went on Thursday. So. And even if we lose, we could still get in with a loss uh, from yeah. an, a key opponent. Yeah. If Pittsburgh loses yep. or if the Jags lose or yeah. um, who's the other one? Colts. Even in the scenario where Buffalo were to catch Miami for the AFC East title, we would be out Miami as well. 
on conference record. Would we yeah. really? That's wild. Yes, because right now they're seven and three on in the conference, as are we, and they're a game <laughs> ahead of us. So in the scenario uh, where they would lose their last two, that would then change. Yeah, you're right. Now, yeah, it's crazy the amount of uh, gymnastics that are going to be played over the next two weeks. More than I can remember in a long time. Yeah, because you have no super dominant teams. In fact, right. the Ravens are the only team in the league that have only lost three times. Everyone else yeah. has lost at least four. Yeah. You know, I can't remember a year like that in right. like, probably, what, 2018 maybe? Like, yeah. I, it's it's, well, it's the not la- often that that happens. The last five years, Kansas City finishes 14-2, and 15-2, and 14-3, right. and three, you know, something like that. They always do that. They are ass yeah. right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. I watched that whole game. I've never seen a team have a quarterback who's that good look that bad. I don't understand it. They look completely just lost and dysfunctional. I mean, they couldn't just, complete a forward they're, pass. They're yelling at each other on the sidelines. They're throwing helmets. You know why, right? The whole, like, you got the conspiracy theory that <laughs> Taylor Swift is ruining them. Like, uh, I just, thanks, Steve. Now we're going to have all the Swifties man, after They're in their hey. meltdown era, you know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. man. Boy, that album. She gonna write that album about the city, Kansas I tell City. You what, when they break up, it's gonna be wild times, both for the Swifties. There's gonna be an army of Swifties who no longer have to pretend like they give a shit about football. Yeah, right. And there's gonna be a whole bunch of like football bros who are like, "Oh, Taylor's finally gone." Like all of you collectively, shut up. <laughs> we don't care about any of you anymore. Just yeah. Stop talking. Yeah. It's played out. Yeah, I'm just gonna stay in my little bubble, roof of the Browns. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Maybe he'll have his heart broken. Swifties, don't attack. Home. Don't attack me. Maybe I'm rooting for a breakup because maybe he'll Ooh. it'll blow up in KC. He'll Ooh. be heartbroken. He'll want to move home. Yeah. Hey. When you have a saying. when you have a major major life event that doesn't go your way, what do you want to do? You want to go home to mom? Go home. Go home. I'm just saying. So you're saying the Kansas City is not going to shake it off? Yikes. Hell. <laughs> well done. Well Steve's done. gonna have all the Swifties well coming after him. Well done, sir. They are not shaking off anything right now. They they really do. Listen, look. don't come to at the LOTL podcast with this venom. <laughs> Go to at Stiffs McGee. Uh, he will gladly take your venom. It is. It is. You're gonna yeah. make me turn red. That's what you're gonna do. Oh, here we goes. Here we go. Here we go. The, uh, how's he gonna How's he gonna fit in um, feeling 22 into this podcast? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Who wears 22? <laughs> uh. I was gonna say uh, Grant else. Grant Delpit wins. Uh, wears twenty two for the Browns. If he could stay on the field, man. Now there's there's a, there's a chance we get him back uh, for the playoffs. He was uh, that's true. He was running on a treadmill today, so okay. that was good. That's encouraging. Yeah, that's very good. Especially to hear. having surgery on your groin, like you're running on a treadmill like two weeks later. Yikes! So uh, he was put on he was put on the four week IR. So that was the rest of the regular season. Yeah. So. so he would theoretically come back for a playoff game. Yeah. Should we? And so here's the thing: if anybody out there is listening, we were we were going over, we were scouring, trying to figure out how do we not get in? Like what? Did you find it? I no, I didn't. So no. what what we've sort of deduced, obviously, it means losing out. Yeah. So if we lose all the way out. Yep. Everybody else has to win out. There's. Like, it would essentially – I think it comes down, and please correct me if I'm wrong out there if you know the answer. I think it really does come down to Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh wins out and we mm-hmm. lose out, we'll both end up with the same record. Mm-hmm. And I think that that we would – split in the regular season. We split. <sighs> Pittsburgh is a better division record. There it is. Yeah, but, but – That would still only but, put Buffalo and Pittsburgh over us, which would put us seventh. What we can't figure out is which of the other teams currently eight and seven, Cincinnati, Jacksonville – 
well, not at Jacksonville. They'd be a division leader. Cincinnati, Indianapolis, or Houston Indy. would want how we've beaten, we've beaten all those teams. So it, which one of them would jump over? It would us? have That's to true. be one of those. Like, it would have to. It would have to be it, some one of the three would have to win the division, leaving the other two in the wild card, which would oh. screw us in the tiebreaker. That's how it would have to be. But I don't know which one that is. Yeah, yeah. Because our odds are currently at like. 90-something percent. 99.2. We don't have the lock. So it's – If any, not have if the any X of you know, night. tweet at us at the LLTL Please podcast. Please. Because yeah, I, I saw it during the game on Sunday, and I can't find it now. Yeah. It but would, it's legit because we do not have the X next to our name, yeah. and our playoff percentage is 99.2. I did, rack- I did read that. It's been racking my brain. I can't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's some sort of why don't you why don't you tweet at Steve Kornacki and see if he can tell us. <laughs> Here's the thing. Regardless, let's go back to the task at hand. Thursday night should be a win. I understand my uh Eeyore, you know, Russian judge, sour sad sack mentality. Eeyore. I am what I am. Uh I think we should win. I am nervous, and the beaten down, abused Browns fan in me is is telling me that this is tailor made for us to screw up because their defense is good enough. Wait, did we win on Sunday? This is very, very much a glum podcast. I so far. know, man. Look, I the only I glumness I can't, I can't get I can't get it out of my head. The only glumness you get from me has to do with Baltimore winning. Other than that, everything yeah, is yeah. great right now. I know. I think um, here's yeah, even Pittsburgh winning was good, even though I was not rooting for that. Nor did I bet it, even though I knew it was an absolute. I Cincinnati. It was an absolute slam us. door lock that Pittsburgh was going to win that game. That would yeah, that was nutty. Um, you never ever ever bet against Mike Tomlin when he's a when he's a home underdog ever. Yeah. That's, not only was I dumb for that, but I was dumb for also predicting that the Bengals would actually win a division game. <laughs> That's they're another in, thing. That is of another doing thing. That. That I is, mean, assuming <laughs> assuming that if we sit everybody, they're probably going to w- beat us week eighteen. But they have a very distinct possibility of going over in the division. Well, here's my question: If we end up, they can end up with a winning record this year and go over in the division. It's pretty hard to do. If they That's win, actually on, incredible. If they win on Sunday, they have nine wins, and then if we they lose to us, they're nine and eight, zero oh and six in the division. Who do they play this week? I don't know. Who do they play this week? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Um, uh, so wait, Cincinnati. Cincinnati plays uh, the Chiefs, which I mean that could be. They're at Kansas City, which at the beginning of the season that was like that should have been that a- was that was the AFC's version of San Francisco and Baltimore. Well, Baltimore's in the AFC, but that was the that, basically oh, the of course that was Taylor. That, that was that, Burrow, Mahomes. You know they've played each other in the playoffs the last two game. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Nope. You know, they're actually kind of lucky. CBS is going to luck out here that the NFL Network decided to flex Baltimore-Miami because one of those games wouldn't have been the national telecast otherwise, Yeah, which would have been pretty hard to believe. But now those games are not up against each other, so it's it's great for people not fans of those teams. Yeah, that's pretty wild that – so if they win, now granted it would be tough, but Casey, as we said, looks <coughs> terrible. So if they win, they'll be at nine and seven. Bengals, yeah, Bengals. correct, yeah. And, and then we beat them the last week of the year, nine and eight. They'd be nine and, and eight. So that would mean they went outside of the division. They went nine and two. Two, yeah. That's impressive as hell. If that yeah. ends up that that is so strange. 
and that it's not just a this year phenomenon. This has been happening the last two years. Yeah, they're not they're not good in the division. They're not good inside the AFC North, but the rest of the league has been virtually. The rest of the league cannot beat the Bengals, and I've never figured out why that's the case. I still can't figure it out. That's, and I'm still, I'm still not convinced that if we sit everybody, that that we won't lose, that we'll lose to them. Well, here's let's play this scenario out. If they lose to Kansas City, they're done. They're eight and eight eight. and eight. Yeah, I, I, they're done. I, I personally, I think they're done. Even if they went out, they have so much going against. They'd have to have so much help. Well, I don't even mean that. I just mean like if they go into our game eight and eight, why? Do you, I don't think that they would play anybody. No, I, like if they're they mathematically wouldn't. eliminated. Yeah, no. They so wouldn't. it would be like us. Like if we win this week and they lose this week, and it would look like a COVID game. There'd only be, be like ten thousand people there. It would there. be resting team versus resting team for different yeah. reasons, and we very well could yeah. be an exhibition and game. There, the only fans that will be at that game will be Browns fans. If that is the scenario, if yeah. the Bengals are officially eliminated at eight and eight, yeah. The, there will only be Browns well, that, fans. Be, they yeah. are one of the most front-running fan bases I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, they talk a whole bunch of mess because they've been decent for a they couple did, years now. And right, but even if you go back to like when they were good in the uh, 2010s, they weren't even selling out playoff games. No. And then they wonder why their owner's so cheap. Like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> which, <laughs> trust me, as a Cleveland Indian slash Guardians fan. Oh, I know we could get into them too. Yeah. By the way, did you hear the rumors about them today? Yeah, did you hear those rumors today, Steve? No. The Guardians are about to trade Shane Bieber and Emmanuel Clase to the Dodgers. And there were Naylor talks. That doesn't surprise me I've because there heard. was talk in the season. Had the Bieber does not surprise me, but Clase would get. Clase yeah. is the idea of trading Clase is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, they I, just signed him to a team-friendly extension. He's young. He's one of the best closers in baseball. And no, oh, we can get a couple prospects for him. So let's effing trade him. Yeah. Well, there's there's Naylor talk left and right too. There was Naylor to Seattle. Oh yeah, that's Naylor, another one. Naylor to Seattle. You know, talk. they're putting those new seats in that stadium, and you know what? They're going to get an extra year of wear of uh, wear out of them because nobody's going to be sitting in them next this year. This team is so frustrating. I didn't mean to take us down that rabbit hole. Oh, that, I, I, I can't wait for them. Oh, and then and then the whole and then the whole <laughs> this chaps my ass. The whole <laughs> during during the hot stove meetings, the winter meetings. The Guardians actually put out a video teasing a big announcement. So we're thinking, oh, maybe we're gonna make a trade. Maybe we're actually gonna sign somebody. No, it was a it was a, a an announcement about a concert at Progressive Field in July with two '80s bands that are 30 years past their prime. Sorry. Hold on, wait a minute. Journey. <laughs> yep. And, and I'm pretty sure it's Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Yes. Journey, which doesn't even have their original uh, lead singer for the past 15 years. Yeah. No. During the winter meetings, they put out a, a freaking teaser video teasing a big announcement. And it was about an effing concert. No, no. We're not going to sign, you know, a, a power bat in right field that will help us win games, you know, for the other 80 dates that that stadium is being used in the summer. No, oh, concert, which will which will probably be doubly overpriced. Not probably, will be. God, that team. <sighs> anyway, the Browns are going to the playoffs. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> I hope. Hey, man. <laughs> the craziest thing is is even if we even if we lose on on Thursday, we just need one team to lose over the weekend. Here's the thing. And we you know, clinch. Here's what I'm going to do. 
I, I know how to fix this. You're gonna bet. You're gonna bet every. Yep, you I knew it. GD right. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put a parlay together oh with God. all three or four of the teams that I need to like that we want one of them to lose. I'm gonna bet all. I think of them it's as like a I think it's like five of them. There's like three or four teams. I think it's like no. There's three. If any one of the three. So if it's it's um, Colts, it's Jags, and it's Steelers. If any one of those lose, regardless of our outcome, we're in. And then um, Houston and Cincinnati would be the other teams at eight and seven. Correct. And if they both lose. Yeah. Am I right in that? Yeah. So. uh, So it's four teams. So a Pittsburgh law. If if the Browns somehow lose on Thursday, this is what we're rooting for on on Saturday, Sunday. Pittsburgh to lose Baltimore or Buffalo to lose Jacksonville to lose or tie. Mm hmm. And then the last one is Houston to lose or tie, plus Indy losing or tying. Okay, I mixed it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so literally I, one of the one I'm of those bet things. All four of those teams to win, or all five of those teams to, to win. win. Yeah, and, and the, because and the Browns to lose. Correct. And the sports betting gods are going to go LOL asshole, and one of those things won't work, and so poof, we're in. Yeah. Well, if you do it, do it before you know Thursday. I'm going to do it right now, and I'm going to tell you what the odds of that is. Nice. Yeah, because you got to put the Browns in there too, because you're they're right. going to be like, "Ha ha, I'm just going to have the Browns win," and then your entire bet is gone on the first day. You're right. I'm going to put that all in right now, and I'm going to tell you what the odds are. So oh let me, let me man, let the, I'll, I'll report back once I'm in. Let's start going around the NFL. All righty then. So this week, of course, the previous week before Christmas started way back on Thursday, which mm-hmm. is now five days ago. Mm-hmm. And this was a really important game. The Saints playing at the Rams. These were two teams that were 7-7 seven yes. seven coming into the week. My voice cracked again. The Rams won that game 30-22. to The Rams seemed like a team that are in the ascendancy as we go toward the late part of the season. I don't know if they can cause much heartburn for you know one of the top three teams in the NFC, but you, know, you have to consider it's at least a possibility the where they're playing right now. Who? Uh, the Rams? Rams. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to pick them to go to the Super Bowl, but I could see them going to the Super Bowl. Really? I, Matt Stafford is all the Ooh. way. Stafford is all the way back. Okay. Um, I'll just I'll just jump around a little bit here. Um, let's talk about Tampa because that's another team that was seven and seven coming into this week. They destroyed Jacksonville. They just jumped all over them. They were up twenty-seven to nothing at half. My brother Anthony and doesn't want to talk anything about anything Tampa related right now. I because the way Baker's playing out of his brains. Yeah, Tampa looks like a team that I don't know if this is just like a multi-week flash in the pan or if this is the beginning of something too. But like some of these teams that we were looking at in the NFC, because we've been saying all season the NFC is a, is a two-team horse, a two-team race. Yeah, some of these other teams. Fourth seed, sixth seed are starting to show some life here, you know, yeah. like Tampa and, and L.A. And, you know, some of the top seeds, like San Francisco, got crushed this week by Baltimore. Philly made a whole I, bunch of mistakes after having a big lead at halftime. I mean, they won who, but didn't look good doing it. I, you know, uh, you maybe know, things are getting more less straightforward on that side of the bracket. I don't know. You know what I got to say? Uh, say a prayer for whoever San Francisco plays this week. Oh, that – wait. Uh, no, not the Rams. That's the last week. They play uh, the Commanders. The Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> that might be like the uh, the Raiders Chargers game from two weeks ago. Yeah, the Commanders lost this week to the Jets on the last second field goal. You know, whatever. Yeah, Jets put up thirty points for the second time in three weeks, but those were both at home on their home field. It's worth noting. The last yep. road game they played, they scored nothing. And they haven't played a defense like the Browns at Brown Stadium. Yeah. Let's turn our attention to the AFC South a minute. 
The AFC South had three teams that were tied at eight and six at the start of the week. All three of them lost this week, and all three of them lost by big margins. Mm. The Colts lost to Atlanta twenty-nine to ten. The Falcons got to seven and eight, and are still technically alive on the <laughs> NFC side. They lost to the Panthers the week before that. Like if they hadn't done that, they'd be right in the thick of this thing right now. Atlanta is so um, trash. Yeah, their their strength of victory, by the way, is four eighteen, which trash. is the lowest in the league. Could you imagine if they were in the AFC North? And they'd be like oh, three be and four and eleven three, right yeah. now. Yeah, at best. Um, and then the other games, the Texans, again, obviously lost to the Browns, and the Jaguars, hey, hey. I already mentioned, uh, lost to uh, the Buccaneers. Uh, 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 sorry, Jordan. <laughs> so talk about not taking advantage of opportunities. And, yeah, we're headed for a situation where you could have the final Sunday night game of the week of the year being for that division title mm. you know, on the final day. Provided now it could actually – Maybe NFC will flex Buffalo, Miami if Miami ends up losing to Baltimore this week. You, that would probably be a more attractive game. But in either case, um, going back inside the AFC North for a minute, we already mentioned the Steelers. They crushed the Bengals 34-11. to The Ravens, much to our chagrin on Christmas night, defeated the 49ers in a game where the 49ers just yacked it up and turned it over five times. You're not going to win any games with a, with a turnover differential of minus five. No. It's just not going to happen. I don't, know. I don't know. The Browns might do I it. Like Browns did it before. once when they played the Jaguars, like, I don't know, sometime like 10 years ago. Yeah. But, like. I'm waiting for the Browns to do it this year. It's just. Maybe we'll do it on Thursday. Maybe. All right. I did the math real quick. I'm going to interrupt. Okay, yeah. Browns money line. Yeah. Bills money line. Yeah. Jags money line. Yeah. Colts money line. Yeah. Bengals money line. Yeah. Steelers money line. Yeah. Total odds for that yeah. six-pick parlay, plus 2784. Do it. For those of you that don't know sports betting, that means you bet ten bucks, you'll win two hundred and seventy eight and yep. change. That's that's every everything plus or minus is based off of a hundred dollar bet. So that was what, two thousand what was it? Two thousand seven hundred and eighty four. So, so that's how much you would win if you bet a hundred dollars on that parlay. Correct. That doesn't sound like a big enough odds line, actually, because well, you know, I think these, most most of those these aren't fifty fifty you know, picks per se, but like if they right. all were here's you the only thing. have a one point five percent chance of hitting it. The Browns are minus three twenty five, clear favorite. Yeah. The okay. Bills are minus six fifty. Oh, yeah. no faith in the uh, Patriots. Yeah. The Jags are minus three oh five, heavy favorite. The Colts minus one fifty five. That's borderline of coin flip. And then the Bengals and the Steelers are both at plus odds. Bengals are at plus two fifty against Casey, which actually feels I might bet that individually because Casey looks so bad. Say, that looks like a good line to me. And yeah. then Steelers plus one fifty against the Seahawks is again just outside of a coin flip. So four of the six are pretty substantial favorites. I will say this: What's the line on Cincinnati Kansas City? Money. Uh, the um, what's the spread? What's the, the spread? spread? It's uh, minus seven for the Chiefs. Oh, over yeah, under I, set yeah, at forty. Give me the bagels. You got it. Oh that, my that's gosh. a that's a unit. That, that's already a preview of mine and Steve's picks this week. That's uh, yeah. a unit play on the Bengals. That's absolutely plus seven for the. Bengals. That might be a that might be a uh, nuclear whale play for Steve. Yeah. He might throw like three my, or four minus units on that. one hundred eight. You are damn near at even odds. And now, to be fair, everything I just threw at you guys was DraftKings. So ESPN bet bet. Uh, they're all pretty. Yeah, I mean they're all usually they're all pretty similar. similar. Now here's the thing. I also just noticed, by the way, for those of you that are savvy in this world, DraftKings also currently has a uh, same game parlay or same game uh, SGPX. So if I were to find a way to make somehow one of those a same game parlay, there's a fifty percent boost. 
mm. which would just be cockamamie odds. So mm-hmm. I might be a real asshole and do something like that. <laughs> so, I don't. I don't hardly put additional units on any of these games. Although I did on one game this week, and that was Bills Chargers because the Chargers were like plus six fifty or something ridiculous to, to just to, on the money line. You and almost hit that. I thought you were and nuts. They had you they almost, had the lead in the yeah. final two minutes. They very nearly covered that. Not only covered, but won that game outright. But Buffalo did come out with a 24-22 win. That was a big mm-hmm. win for the Bills. I mean, that would have been a huge banana peel if they would have lost that game. But uh, mm-hmm. they get it done. We mentioned the Seahawks earlier. Same thing. They were behind late against Tennessee and were able to pull that game out 20-17. to mm. uh, Dan covered that game because he got the Seahawks at minus three. I lost it because I got them at minus three and a half. Ha-ha. <sighs> The, the the minus three three and a half is one of the, my most hated lines ever. <laughs> the amount of games in the NFL that end in a three point uh, margin is insane. Stupid. A lot. Sidebar. Titans suck. Move on from Vrabel. Go back to Ohio State. Boom. That's not happening. It, it won't. But not I, this year. It's not. But I want it. I mean, Vrabel could could be gone. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I, but I think if if Rabel gets fired, he's scooped up by one of the other NFL jobs yeah. in five minutes. Other sidebar, and I know I apologize. That team that team is so devoid of talent. Yeah, I don't know unreal. how you could expect. Vrabel has done miracles with that team. I agree. Well, that's all of these asshole uh, Steelers fans who are crying about Tomlin. Yeah. If, if if you want to move on from Tomlin, yeah, good exactly. Luck. Good luck. Exactly. Do you, you, get, go. you will reap what yep. you absolutely deserve yep. if you want to do yep. that because he is, and I I hate who he plays for. But that guy knows how to coach. Flat yeah. out. There was, yeah. I mean, the mm. fans want him out. There's rumors that the the Steelers are negotiating an extension with him. As they should. I mean, it's 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 almost it's more ridiculous than Browns fans wanting Stefanski out because yes, uh, Tomlin's been there for what since 07, 16 years. He's never had a losing season. He's won a Super Bowl. I would cut off. Like, oh, he hasn't, he hasn't won a playoff game since 2018 or something like that. Like, okay. Do you realize that the Steelers have had three coaches in the last fifty years? That's yeah. the thing. They since their inception, they've had six, maybe. Like they they do not mess around. Yeah, they we, abs- we were we were at one point where we would have six in eight years. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, Browns to the playoffs confirmed. I made a bet. Nice. Welcome world. <laughs> Continuing down the board here, we mentioned earlier the Lions, NFC North champs. They did it. Good for them. Literally the hard way, going against the team that they were. Yeah, with their closest pursuer at their building and defeated the Vikings 30-24, to leaving no doubt. Fantastic season for the Lions, and they got a nice assist when San Francisco lost because they're now tied atop the NFC. We'll talk about that more in a little bit. Uh, Green Bay Packers, they did what the Falcons couldn't the do Packers. the previous week. They went to Charlotte and beat the Panthers 33-30. to that was another field goal line that I failed on. They were winning by like tw- they were winning by like twenty four in that game. Yeah, and somehow the Panthers rallied late to tie the game, which just yeah, that annoyed me. But uh, <laughs> Green Bay's still alive at seven and eight. Uh, may still have a chance to finagle their way into the playoffs on the NFC side. One team that's coming up much more strongly late this season, but it's too little, too late for them is the Bears. They hmm. defeated the Cardinals twenty seven to sixteen. Had they not gacked it away against the Browns last week, you know, they'd, oh, be, yeah. right, they'd be right in that 7-8 and eight group oh, yeah. in the NFC, and they'd be firmly in the You hunt. know, they've taught what, – what's interesting about the Bears is uh, they're going to have the number one pick because they have the Panthers' first-round pick. Right. There are people that are saying that, that they should draft a quarterback. I think they are idiots. I don't think so. If they draft a quarterback. 
I am currently siding with uh, Big Cat. What do you uh, say? From Barstool. He was talking about trade for Justin Herbert. Trade, oh, wow. trade fields to whoever for whatever you can get. Make a deal with the Chargers for that number one overall pick for Justin Herbert. And Interesting. Then just essentially – with your that other, is interesting because they're going to have new GM, new coach. They might want to start Chargers over with their the own quarterback. Of I, regime change. And, and the Chargers are in salary cap hell. Mm. And yeah. so that helps them get Herbert off the books. And the Bears have a ton of cap space. And another first-round pick to use yeah, for they can absorb that offensive line help, for wide receiver help, for whatever. So I saw that from uh, Big Cat earlier, and I was like, wow, that's ac- that yeah. makes an alarming amount of sense. Yeah, flip, flip fields to whoever for whatever you can get. Herbert for your, the number one overall pick, and then beef up your offensive line and draft some skill players. Because DJ Moore is not a scrub. No, not at all. And um, although Steve might disagree, I yeah. think then you have him in fantasy one year and he did nothing. Well, he's bygones. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's bygones. Yeah, so that's funny. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. All right, screw it. I'm gonna get by, more ice. By far, the best game of this week was in the 4 o'clock window on Christmas Eve. The Cowboys and the Dolphins went back-to-back all afternoon, um, and ultimately it came down to a field goal at the end of the game. Miami won it on the final play of the game, 22-20. to That was a massive win for Miami. That got them to 11-4. and Tough defeat for Dallas. They fall to 10-5. and They fell out of the division lead with that. Uh, Miami hasn't clinched the AFC East yet. They still need to win one more game, and they play two tough games, so it's not really decisive yet, but... You know, um, the thing with Miami is now they have a chance to go to Baltimore and they beat the Ravens. They're going to be the one seed. Dallas Plus. is going to lose the first playoff game. They're going to lose in Tampa Bay. Right now, the way Tampa Bay is playing, I mean, that that would be a pretty popular take. Ryan, Cowboys, uh, are you thinking there's – if the, presuming they don't win the NFC East, is there any chance they win a game on the, play, on the road in the playoffs? Look, I, I am high on what Baker is doing in in Tampa Bay. Is that where they would go if they lose? As in, it stands, Philly now, wins because the they're the five seed. Yeah. So man, I don't. Baker's playing well, and their defense is not a joke. Um, I'm telling you right now, if that's the matchup, I I'm would, put that's a multiple unit play for me on Tampa Bay. A hundred percent. You'd go that much as well, multiple. Yes. So you have to figure Dallas would probably be favored. Here's the, th- yeah they would. Oh, be. I would be Tampa. I would go Tampa Bay money line. Yeah. Dallas is not winning a road playoff game. I'm sorry, they don't win in the playoff as it is. They're not winning a road playoff game. They're not that good. They don't beat good teams. No, they don't. They What's do. the who's the best team they beat? Uh, probably Seattle. Yeah. That was at home. Well, or Philly. And it was at home. But both, both were at home. home. And, and I think Philly. They made their best win on the road this with year. The way that Philly's oh the Giants. Uh, yeah, might be because like hey, they good beat for Tyrod the Panthers. Taylor, by the way, I... <laughs> yeah, for almost winning. Yeah, for... <laughs> he had one great bomb pass. Yeah, yeah so you're referring to the Giants Eagles game, and yeah, the Eagles seemed to be on cruise control, and then they had this hilarious play where their own blocker lit up their kick yes. punt returner. Yeah, and, and then the Giants scored right off of that, and then it was a whole like another game after that. There's a pick six in there, and it's you know. I don't know if the Eagles are, like, trying to troll their own fans with some of what happened yesterday, but, like, and the fans were not having any of it. <laughs> Between the two, they are both 
it feels like they're both trying to sabotage themselves and give away the division. Between the two, I think the Cowboys are the bigger of the frauds. Eagles oh, defense has me worried. The Eagles have but actually their offense. I they both have like fraud defenses with good or, yeah, fraud defenses with good offenses. The Eagles ceiling is just so much higher in my opinion. I think that oh, 100%. 100%. Reed. The Eagles have actually beaten good teams this year. Yes. You and know? convincingly so. Right. The the Cowboys, like I will say I will say about the Eagles I'm not very confident in them right now. I just don't think they're playing very well right now. No, I think they're a good team that's playing poorly. Yeah. I think Who would they play right now if the playoffs started today? If it started today, the two they'd seed, be right? playing the seventh seed, which I believe is Seattle, who they just played to and lost to. Granted, that game was in, was Seattle. in Seattle. It will be in Philly this time. Yeah, I mean, I would I would have to go Philly just because the game's in – I mean, that Philly's a tough place to play in the yeah, playoffs, especially. Not, not not a kind place um, to play. But not at they're, all. But they are – I mean, listen – all all it takes for that that stadium is for the Eagles to come out flat on offense and they'll start booing them. Yeah. But so we end our run through the league in the AFC West. Hmm. So <laughs> on Christmas Day, the Raiders yep. came out to Kansas City and defeated the Chiefs 20 to 14. You Who mentioned Ona already the Chiefs? Antonio Pierce what a great job he's doing. Can we just say that the Raiders just had the wrong guy as head coach from the start of the season? Josh McDaniels is just awful. Oh, yeah. and What a boob. They made a really good gonna, decision by sacking if, him as early as they did. If uh, if Belichick comes back as coach next year, he's just going to go back to New England. Probably. McDaniels. <laughs> Honestly, does does Bill go back to New England this year? I don't think so. I think he, they're moving on. But I don't think that means Bill is done coaching. I no. think he's he I think go he's going to go somewhere else. To the Chargers. He could go to Washington. He could be the commander's next coach. Yeah. Yeah, because Ron's absolutely He could be fired. the Chargers. Riverboat Ron's getting fired. He could they have new ownership. That entire organization is getting blown out. Yeah, at the end of the yeah. Black and, Monday, and, and they might, and they might even rebrand again. I know they've been they talking were, about. They that. were talking about. Yeah. Interesting, you mentioned Belichick because the last game I mentioned so far is the Patriots Broncos game, and mm. the Patriots got their second road win over a pseudo playoff contender in the last three weeks after they beat Pittsburgh a few weeks back. With now they Bailey beat, Zappi. Now they beat Denver and. My goodness gracious! Did Denver just completely screw themselves by losing that game? Because they poop in the pants. They would now Bip be dip honestly. <laughs> all they had to do was win that game. They would only be a game behind Kansas City, and they're holding the tiebreaker because they beat them earlier this year. They play in Week 18. It could yeah. have been a winner-take-all game against Kansas City in the last week. Dude, the, the like what the what, heck? The Raiders beating KC was just bananas, and. It, and that doesn't even pale in comparison to what the Patriots did in that in that victory. Like, think about how goofy the whole AFC West it just did goofy things. The AFC South just nothing but eating glue, just hanging out, doing the best they can to survive. The AFC North, mind you, not a losing team in it, despite Joe Burrow not playing for the better half of the season, despite the fact that Pittsburgh offense is like a D3 college team. Mm-hmm. Like – it is wild what we see in the AFC. No Deshaun Watson half the season as yeah. well. The, the Browns having easily one of the most injured rosters in recent memory across the entire league. Who would have thought that the only healthy quarterback in the AFC North this season would have been Lamar Jackson? I would have bet anything would against never it. I would have bet literally that. I would have bet a thousand percent against it. Steve picked the Ravens and went five games this year because of that exact fact. I thought he was gonna get hurt early in the or I like agree. Biden Halloween. Yeah. And in, that was gonna be the end of them. Yeah. yeah. Totally wrong. Now they look like the the the, the 
odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. That's, this is it, though. Like, the last time the Ravens had a healthy Lamar Jackson at Christmas time, they were the number one seed in the AFC Yep, that season. And then they lost their first playoff game. Yeah, right. Well, we've got to hope that— Because they had a bye week, and then yeah. they lost in the divisional round. Can you imagine if that repeats itself? Because oh, the Browns into my veins. would most likely I, I be wanted in to get to this. in round two. It would be us doing it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unless if six or seven seed were to normally you would normally you'd be like oh we're going into Baltimore no way we're going to win that number one we've already beaten Baltimore in Baltimore this year yep. and number two if there's one quarterback that is not going to be affected by playing in that building oh, yeah. it's Flacco Joe, Joe Flacco Flacco and you think he went f it somebody's down there let me just chuck it. He's oh, going to do that in that building on three, every freaking drop back. He'll have three picks, but he'll also have 500 yards passing. And four touchdowns, and we'll <laughs> and win 38-35. And I will in be in faces. cardiac arrest. <laughs> yeah, I'll be hammered oh. beside myself. So, Could you imagine 35-35 and uh, Riley Patterson is lining up for a 49-yard field goal to win the game in Baltimore? I would, I would literally be I'd shit my pants. <laughs> Poop de pants. Based be... on current form of the teams, it, let's say this scenario played out: the Browns won in Jacksonville or Indy or whomever in round one, and yeah. then went to Baltimore and won round two. Your most likely landing point after that would either be on South Beach or on the shores of Lake Erie in Buffalo. Yeah, or actually, Buffalo would be coming here for the AFC Championship yeah. game. Can you can you imagine that? Like we're fifth seed, they're sixth seed. You have two wild card teams playing in the conference title game. Like <laughs> with with the here, here's an interesting th- thing, and I'm ta- I'm talking about uh, with the AFC South right now. You're an AFC South team, and I know this probably sounds crazy, but you could either win your division, play the Browns at home, who. All three of those teams have already lost two, so they know that they've lost to them already. Yep. Or you could end up the six or seven seed and, what, have to go to Miami or Kansas City? Miami, Kansas City, or Buffalo if they overtake Miami. Given the current form of Kansas City, and then, yes, Miami is a good team, but I feel like Miami can beat anybody, and I feel like Miami can lose to anybody. Miami has been like Dallas. Until this week, Miami hadn't beaten a good team either. What would you rather do if you were one of those AFC South teams? It's not play Cleveland. But you'd be playing Cleveland at home as a division champion. That, like, I know this sounds crazy, and this is probably just me being a stupid Browns fan, but I just don't think anybody wants to play the Browns right now. No. Our floor is low. Don't get me wrong. That, and that's crazy to say that this is actually a discussion. Would you rather go into Arrowhead and play on the road in Kansas City than rather than play against the Browns at home? Yeah, that is actually, now that you said that out loud, that sounds batshit. But look at the way Kansas City's playing. You're not, you're not wrong. And look at the way that our defense has been playing and the fact that we've beaten all. Th- and now, all three of those teams we've put. And, and, now and, the counterpoint to that is beating the same team twice in a year, it's really hard. True. It's really hard. So I think conventional wisdom would still say you play that team and you you play at home. True. But your point is not outrageous. It is yeah. not it is not an outrageous And thought. you know the well, play- now, well now we also know that Dan does also does not think that Kansas City will shake it off. <laughs> yes. I really I don't I can't see them getting it right. They're too old. They're no longer feeling twenty two. There it is. There it there is. There it is. Atta boy. Proud of you. 
No, I think with the way that Baltimore's playing and with the way that Miami's playing and then with the way that the team of destiny us is playing, I don't think that there's any way that the Kansas City Chiefs go very far this year. So <laughs> they're going to make the playoffs because the rest of the AFC West is going to crap down their legs. So, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think that they go very far. You haven't. I'm, I'm curious. You have not answered my scenario. Okay. Would oh. you, would you rather be a division champ and host the Browns, or would you rather go to Kansas City or Miami? Give me the home game. Yeah, I, I would still want the home game over yeah. having to because Miami's been virtually unbeatable at home. Yeah. I think they I had the one game they gacked against the Titans, but other than that, they I don't think they've lost other any yeah. of the games. I mean, I can't I can't fight you Kansas on that. City I just thought it was still has it is they still have the championship pedigree. I don't think they're just going to be able to flip the switch, which is clearly what they're just hoping for at this so, point. So you would never but want to take like, Kansas City lightly, but I agree <laughs> with what you just said. Flipping the switch is really hard, especially when the fact that their wide receivers don't have hands or brains. Yeah. So I have a so I have a I have a moniker for the Browns uh, right now, and I want to see if you guys agree with this. So the Browns at the beginning of the season, everybody hated them. Nobody wanted them to win because of Deshaun Watson, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, even because they're the Browns, and because Deshaun Watson is on their roster, even though he wasn't in the building or wasn't playing, the Houston Texans booed the Browns uh, pretty vociferously as they as they ran out of the tunnel. More so than the regular team. You yeah, think? yeah, because they made they made a they made a uh, they made a uh, specific montage reference. video. No, they made a they made a specific reference to it on the broad on the radio broadcast. Oh, okay. So and now the Browns are very likable with Joe Flacco. Would you guys consider them the anti-hero? First of all, well no. Done. Well done. <laughs> he got it. I, I don't think Steve got it. I would not. It's me, <laughs> Steve. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. Hmm. Antihero is another Taylor song. For anybody well, the thing is, is that Deshaun Watson is the <laughs> That's way too much work. Yeah. So What's that? Deshaun Watson, in this case, is the antihero more so than the Browns. Unless if you're going to say that's Jim, true. Unless you're going to say Jimmy Haslam is also the antihero, in which case I would hear that argument. Look, man, if that <laughs> guy could just shut up and write more checks and stop interfering so much, we'd be much better off. That's, that's what I'm saying. An absolute sidebar. And look, he's actually kind of stopped. He, and, yeah. Uh, look, we're ten and five, even though literally everything is going against us. I can't stop thinking about the fact that I thought a healthy Browns team would maybe, maybe flirt with nine or ten games, and we're talking nine or ten, uh, or we're not talking. You 10, could go maybe back 11. to you could go back to our pregame show. I picked the Browns to win 12 games you did you were you were spot on which by the way I I I did that assuming they were healthy I there's no way I would if if you would have told me before the season started we had all these injuries I would be like you I'd be like seven eight wins yeah you know let's try again next year what a while I year. feel shame because I only projected the Browns to win shame. nine I mean I thought the situation shame. was more delicate <laughs> shame shame I I will say this the good news- oh and you missed the reference all right good never mind Oh, did I? What was it? Yeah, I I, I said sh- the situation was more delicate, I thought. Is that a Taylor reference? Is that a song? Yes. Damn, I missed oh. that one. I've hit him all so far. All right. <laughs> you missed that. Got my first strike. Oh. Um, I was thinking shame like Game of Thrones, the shame. That's uh, what I thought, shame too. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> shame. Shame. Um, look, here's, here's what it all boils down to. You said this, Dan, uh, while we were hanging out earlier. It is after Christmas, mm-hmm. and we're talking about the Browns, and not just talking about them in terms of like, well, we're hoping on a prayer that if we win and so and so loses and whatever, yeah. or we're already talking about, well, we've got this pick. pick or whatever. Exactly. 
It is after Christmas, and we're talking about the Browns Merry and Christmas. playing meaningful football. Yeah, that is the gift in and of itself. We're talking about we're talking about uh, playoff seeds and potential playoff matchups. Yeah, like that's is, what we are talking. We are not mathematically a lock, but it is damn near there. Oh, it's happening. We're gonna win. No, I, I hear. Well, yeah, it's guaranteed. I put a I put my own. There you go. Cold hard cash. There on, you yeah. go. I put some shekels on all of those teams that we need to lo- uh, one of them to lose. I put all of them to win. So you're welcome. Wait, did. Did I wonder you, what the opposite would be if I bet on all of them to lose. That would be even crazier. Yeah. Because the odds would have been – Because most be, of those are heavy favorites. Correct. So if I bet – You should, put, you should play, put that one up. I'm, you know what? See what the odds I are. Wonder what the, you Don't know, play it just, just for – Because it cancels out your other Just bet. for the gigs. Yeah. S and Gs. Uh, okay. So let before we uh, end the episode, let's um, – real quick, because I don't really think we need to analyze this game very much, but um, – Thursday. What do we think? Lose a close, ugly game. Oh God! Look, I gotta stay true to the brand. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I think it's gonna be sloppy. I think Joe will look great in moments, and I think he'll have some silly turnovers like he does. And the defense will be good for the most part, but they'll be put into some compromised positions, and we lose a sloppy game like we almost lost against the Bears. That's where I'm at, mm-hmm. and I will be delightfully and deliciously wrong. And I'll I actually think he's going to play really well on Thursday, and he's going to shove it up the Jets' ass for uh, not calling him back to come back and play for them this year, even though that would be they, fun. They traded for Aaron Rodgers, would, but and, but and when Aaron Rodgers got Elijah hurt, Moore they, breakout game by the way, true. Mm-hmm. But uh, when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, they could have called Joe Flacco and say, "Hey, you oh, are there's a, a lot of teams that got no." Hurt but what I'm saying is, he yeah. played for the Jets last year. They could You're have right. said, "Hey, come back, you know, play for us." Aaron Rodgers out for the year, blah blah blah. No, they didn't call him. Steve's got something clever. Ryan, mm-hmm. you're uh, like this is not a bit or anything. Like you're you're not trolling us here. You actually think the Browns are going to lose this Thursday? No, right? I, I I am. Yeah, this is not a character. I am. I I know my logical brain knows that most of the factors line up for it should be a duh obvious Browns win. I'm mm. so I'm so like m- twisted up about this game because it's it's like. It feels so obvious. That's why I think we're going to lose it. it. I'm not. I'm not trying to play a character right now. I sincerely think that we're going to do some dumb shenanigans and blow the game. <laughs> All right, now we got bad blood. Yeah, <laughs> oh. you have totally lost your mind. I ha- He's lost the plot, Steve. <laughs> the the Browns lost- could give up a pick six and a special Stiff. teams touchdown, and it still won't be. <laughs> He's lost in the sauce. The there it is. Yeah, it could be it. <laughs> the Jets. Okay, yeah, their defense is okay, but like. Flacco's still going to throw for over 300 yards. You're not wrong. The Browns are still going to do enough Simeon on the ground to keep them off balance. I understand. I, I could see. I could. See, here's what I'm saying. I think you're right. I think Joe Flacco's going to throw for like 300 yards and two touchdowns, and I still think that we're going to manage to lose like 17-14 because we're going to turn the ball over in our red zone and give up a touchdown. Well, we have done that this year I, multiple times. I'm saying, like, I don't think we should lose. I just think that we are so good at snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. All right, you ready for it? Yeah. <laughs> I hope. Browns win this game 34 to 7. Wow. Okay. It's a just blowout. Love just it. Party on Throw the your nuts coast. on the table. Yeah, just, there you go. <laughs> I think we lose like a, a real tight, sloppy game. I think we're going to win 27 to 27 to 13. 27 to 13. All right. Yeah. So you've got it close. I respect that. Ah, two, I mean, two touchdowns is not close in the NFL. That's fair. This is not college. You're right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's fair. 
Um, I mean, I, could, could I see it being like 20 to 13 going into the fourth quarter and we score a touchdown in the fourth to, to pull away? Sure. Do I think that, like, as you said, the Browns probably will turn the ball over in their own end and could lead to a Jet? Like, I, I think that's the only way the Jets are getting in the end zone is if we turn the ball over and the Jets start on, like, our 15. Agreed. That's the only way. They, and I think they it will, will not, happen at one point in the game. They that's will, why I'm giving them seven points. The Jets are not going to score on a touchdown drive that starts in their own side of the field. They won't. No. That's probably very fair to say. But – you know, we gave up a uh, special. We, we gave up a special teams touchdown this past week, so that might happen again. Yeah, we're gonna have a new punter, new kicker. Yeah, you know, could have a drop snap. You could. We're gonna also. Uh, uh, we're also gonna have a new holder for the new kicker. Yeah, true. Because Stefanski, Stefanski did say today he's like the punter, whoever that is. Because I, I guess Stefanski, Stefanski's still holding. I hope that Bohorquez can play. So they signed that punter to the practice squad. So. You we'll know, see they would they would elevate him on game day if 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 it happens. But um, yeah, so there's still a chance Bohorquez might play. I I I would leave him out. Just get get him healthy for sure for the playoffs, and I, I and agree. say your prayers at night that if we're we can being get honest, back I know for the playoffs. I know that you can't take any opponent lightly, and I know I'm th- I'm thinking I'm right now I'm speaking as if I'm like a member of the Browns coaching staff. Mm. Of course, you take nobody lightly. You also sure. feel confident that you're going to win this game. I don't think that the difference in this game is going to come down to your punter. So I agree. Hmm. Rest your guy, get him right, so that when it when a game could come down to the punter in the yep. future, then he's ready to rock and yep. roll. By the way, I threw it all together just for kicks. Jets, Patriots, Raiders, Seahawks, Chiefs, Panthers. All money line over the all the teams that we would want to theoretically, you know, whatever. Yep. Plus the Browns? Yes. Well, plus you Browns win or Browns lose? Uh, what's the opposite of what you put on the first one? They would be loose. Yeah, I picked the Jets then. Okay. All of those, those, I, the exact inverse of the bet that I previously put together. Yep. Thirty th- plus thirty three thousand three ninety nine. Oh my God! Ten dollars pays over three thousand dollars. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Meaning, By the way, did you guys see that guy that placed a five dollar bet and won a half mil? Yeah. On a what was it? A fourteen leg, uh, anytime touchdown. Parlay. Insanity. Did you see that, Steve? Did I send that to you guys? Uh yes. And the uh the last leg was a Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown. I got that late. Uh I think he got it in the second no, quarter. No, that was in the second quarter. That was the second quarter. That was the was first touchdown. That was the first half, yeah. I'm but thinking somebody else. What could you imagine having that left? What what do you th- I wonder what the cash out offer was. It had to be like two hundred grand. It probably yeah, had to be pretty enticing because a McCaffrey touchdown is probably pretty is is, consider, yeah. is almost considered a lock. In yeah, it was, NFL. Like a McCaffrey anytime touchdown. I guarantee it was minus money. So that cash out was probably odds. pretty lucrative to try to get him to get out. Yeah, um, I guarantee right. the cash I, out. I, I would have just sat on that unless the cash offer was like more than even money. Oh, it had I to mean, be by a lot. See, you you think you think of you think of those bets differently than I do. You think of it like, okay, I'm gonna ride it out, and if it doesn't hit, I just lost five bucks. Hmm. I think of it as if there's a cat like 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 I sent in the text message if let's so it was a 14 legger if I'd gotten a cash out offer for like 10 grand after like the first six legs hits I'm cashing out bye I'm out I agree. and yes I will feel like crap knowing that the whole the full bet actually hit but just statistically but you made the right move but I will I will sit on ten thousand dollars I'll pay off I'll cry in my 10 grand yeah I'll yeah. go on a I'll go on a trip to Italy or something well that's that's a better argument to make because 
you'd have guys that are much less of a lock than Christian McCaffrey on that sure. fourteen leg parlay. So if you're looking at all those individuals, there were guys. There were guys in there that I've never sense. heard of. Yeah, for any time touchdown, they all hit. Yeah, not nearly remotely as dramatic. But uh, Jimmy just hit a parlay the other day. It was I want to say six or seven guys, and he turned ten, a ten dollar bet into a little over two grand. It's like twenty two hundred. What a jerk! Yeah, well his his and new, I paid him back for the simulator and his on, new uh, on Friday. Well, that well this just happened the other day, but also uh-huh. his fiance um, uh, said, "Oh, cool, there's our DJ paid off." Oh. Uh, yeah, so I would have been like, "They're I already." I don't think so. So for anybody out there who's married, y'all know this. That's uh, new golf clubs. That's like. Really good new yeah. golf clubs. That's yeah. That's the old. Uh, what's mine is hers, and what's hers is hers. They're not married yet. He shouldn't have told her. <laughs> yeah, I know. What? <laughs> that's true. They don't share finances yet. I'm just saying. You know, he could have he could have bought himself something really nice for fifteen hundred. You know what happened? You know and what he could have buy he could have bought her something really nice for like five hundred bucks. She wouldn't yeah. have known. Instead of being excited, shout out Annie if you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of being excited for her brother, you know what Jen, my wife, did? Looked what? at me and said, "Why haven't you done that for me yet?" Uh- <laughs> and I said, all right, asshole. <laughs> I'm clearly not as good of a sports player. <laughs> and if I were you, I would have been pissed at Jimmy saying, hey, why didn't you tell me about that bet? I yeah, could have rode I with you. I could have tailed, man. Yeah. That's why I like – so this is such a tangent at this point. I like that DraftKings does their like betting groups so you can tell your buddies. I know that you've told some of mine and yeah. I've told some of yours. But Jimmy didn't have – It wasn't in DraftKings. No, it was yeah. in something else. I don't know what. Probably FanDuel. Yeah. Um, which both are great, but I like the social, like the group aspect. So you could just tail each other's bets. Like, oh, that's cool. I'm in a couple of groups on DraftKings, and it's just it's it's awesome for that. Um, we have gone down the rabbit hole at this point. Talk about losing the plot. Yes, yes. Um, you can thank the bourbon. Hey, still not great, but getting better the more I drink. There you which go. You've had more than one bot. One. I went back glass. for another round, so that's are a you, something. Are you regretting that? Um, it's still not my favorite. I'm not going to you know lie or BS, but yeah. I it is. As far as bourbons go, it is smooth. We got to get you. We got to get you like a, a Blanton's I, or a uh, yeah. I actually or something like that. Yeah, an E H Taylor or something. like that. I just that. Get, that's what I gave Jimmy for Christmas. Yeah. E H Taylor. Something really smooth. Um, something nice and uh, uh, Blanton's. Mellow. Blanton's is it gets it gets some like people like anything else. People oh it's overrated. Blanton's is smooth. Yeah, it's still not bad. Yeah, you know, it might not be what I know. The aftermarket for some of these bourbons gets crazy. Yeah, but that's why I like like a Buffalo Trace. Like, yeah, it's hard to get, but it's fairly inexpensive. Is it's Buffalo like, Trace that hard to get? I did not know that. It's I thought, pretty hard to get. I thought that was everywhere. Yeah, if you went to most places right now, it probably you probably wouldn't be able to see it. Interesting. Okay. What's interesting? Uh, go to like Market District on a Saturday morning. Yeah, you said that they will get like they will get different shipments in of different stuff. Interesting. Last time I bought Buffalo Trace, I I walked in. It was a Saturday morning. I was looking for something for my brother, and they didn't even have it out. The guy at the counter was like, "Hey, what are you looking for?" I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm looking for something for my brother. And uh, he goes, uh, "Do you like Buffalo Trace?" I'm like, "Yeah. Where is it?" He goes, "It was like a back." He was acting like it was like a back backdoor deal. He's yeah. Like, he like waved me over to the counter. Yeah, get over. Here. It probably and, was like uh, the highlight of his morning. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And then I'm like, yeah, I'll take a bottle. He's like, just one. He had like two. He had like two cases of yeah. it. You're like, I don't need it that bad. Yeah. yeah. He, he, I think what he wanted was he wanted to, uh, the rest of the day, have people come in and be like, hey, do you have Buffalo Trace? Nah, sorry, just sold out. Right. Had it, but it's gone, man. Driving up the demand. Yeah. That or like a Maker's Mark, pretty good. And then and then Woodford, yeah. like you said, you tried and you liked. I, and which is what I was gifted for Christmas. So I, go. I've got a bottle of that that I'll probably be getting into. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, so Steve thinks the Browns are going to blow them out. Ryan thinks the Browns are going to lose close, and I think the Browns will win comfortably. There so That sounds about right. That puts for Steve and I the Browns at 11-5, and five, an official clinch on the playoffs. No worse than the five seed, and then we are scoreboard watching for the other uh, aspects. And with Ryan, Ryan's taking it all the way down to the last week of the season. Yep. Well, that's actually not true. Yeah, potentially. Depending one of on those teams is losing. Look, I put I'm money sorry. on it, so one of them's going to lose. Of course. Or Although technically, in the one scenario, we either that two or to lose. either that or you're winning, Jen. One of those bets. Fair enough. Yeah, depending on how much you put on it, you don't have to tell. Right. Yeah, you don't have to say. A couple bucks. There you couple, go. Couple shekels. Couple shekels. Yeah. All right. Yeah, hopefully Jen will not ever get a look at Ryan's <laughs> betting history and look back to December and see when he had all that those losses. All right. You know? What yeah. the hell, man? All righty. Well, that's going to do it for us on this episode, uh, this post-game and pre-game uh, episode of Living Off the Land. Appreciate you guys listening. Thanks, Ryan, for joining. Absolutely. Thanks for coming back. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you can follow us on social media. Count up all my T-Swift references and hit me up at <laughs> Stiffs McGee. There you go. See if you got them all. Ryan? At R underscore Donathan. There you go. About that. You can follow me at uh, Daniel J. Ford. You can follow the show at the L-O-T-L podcast. Go Browns. Let's let's uh, clinch a playoff berth. Let's party this weekend. It's, it's going to be New Year's weekend. Let's bring in 2024 with a Browns playoff berth. And with that, we're going to finish this bourbon and uh, enjoy uh, our break. So, go Browns. We'll see you guys. Uh, we're going to have to figure out when we're going to do the show next week. <laughs> yeah, I, who the heck knows. Uh, but anyway, we'll figure that out, and uh, we will be back. So, go Browns. We'll see you later. See ya. Bye. Peace.